Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast episode. And this episode is going to be a guest appearance from Terry Tucker. And he is the founder of Motivational Check. And he is an author. He wrote a book called, what was it? Sustainable Excellence. Yeah, I keep I keep forgetting on that. I'm so sorry. And you heard it from Terry. It's really an amazing book. You should check it out. And I'll talk about, you know, the book and stuff. And we'll talk about all of that stuff. But before we get into that, the topic for today is going to be improving 1% every single day. And this is a sustained type of improvement, self-improvement. And the entire concept about this is that, you know, it's not that kind of a thing that you can achieve excellence or, you know, like you can achieve perfection in just like a month or so. That's not, there is no end goal to self-improvement. That's what this entire podcast episode is going to be about. And we're just going to dive into that and talk about that. So welcome Terry to the show. Well, thanks for having me, Ronald. I'm looking forward to talking with you today. That's great. That's great. So moving on to the first thing that I usually like, it's like it's become a big thing with my interviews. And there's a thing of origin stories. Now, everyone knows that someone who has come to a point where they have written a book and they have done something to have an impact on the people and help the people out, they have gone through their own series of, you know, events and let's say just say crap, you know, and they have dealt with that. So what's your thing like? (laughs) <laughs> What's my crap? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, you know, I've had a lot of a lot of things occur in my life. The the one that is probably the most recent is I've been battling a very rare form of cancer for the last ten years, and and that cancer uh, journey has seen uh, me on a drug for five years that I took a weekly injection of that gave me severe flu-like symptoms for two to three days every week. And I took that weekly injection for five years. So imagine having the flu every week for five years. And that was not a cure for me. That was just as my doctor used to say, we're trying to kick the can down the road in a way that will buy you some more time and there'll be more therapies. Uh, I've also had my left foot amputated because of the cancer And then in 2020, I had my left leg amputated because of the cancer. And I have tumors in my lungs right now that I am being treated for. So that's kind of been, uh, you know, in a nutshell, my 10-year odyssey through cancer that's gotten me to this point. Um, That's a tough journey, you know, and still going. That's Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I learned early on, I think, was when I graduated from college, my dad and my grandmother, uh, who was living with us at the time, were both dying of different forms of cancer. And my dad had a rare form uh, of breast cancer. And, and in men uh, with breast cancer back in the 1980s, the doctors didn't really know what to do with it. So they kind of sent him home to die. But he lived for three and a half years. And, and he lived because I believe he had a purpose. He had a reason to get up every morning and keep going. And for him, it was real estate. He enjoyed his job in real estate. And he actually worked up to two weeks before he died. And I sort of tucked that in the back of my mind. And when I got cancer, 
you know, it was, okay, you got to have a purpose. You got to have something to do. You've got to be trying to make a difference. And I think in a lot of ways, that's what's helped me get through these past 10 years. Purpose can be a big part of, you know, moving forward and just keep doing what you have to do. It's like, it's like a bicycle. That's what my mentor says, Peter Sage. He says that, you know, we are like bicycles. If we don't have purpose, you're going to lose direction and we're just going to fall off. You know? Yeah, I would totally, I would totally agree with that. But, but you and I both know there are so many people out there that lack direction, that lack purpose in their life. And, yeah. and that's, that's a big issue, you know, and, and a lot of people, you know, a lot of people have goals and we start down the path of trying to obtain our goals and then we run into an impediment. Something blocks us and we quit. We give up. And then especially here in the United States, we want to blame somebody, you know, and, you know, we want to blame our parents or our, our boss or our station in life. And when I got cancer, I had several people ask me, well, well who do you blame? Who do you blame because you got cancer? said, who do I blame? I, I don't blame anybody. Well, you, you've got to blame somebody. I mean, you, you at least have to blame God for giving you cancer. And I sort of joke about it. I said, you know, I don't think God got up on a Tuesday morning and checked his to-do list and said, hey, Terry Tucker, cancer today. I don't believe that at all. And I don't think it does us a lot of good to blame other people. It, it gives other people way too much power over us. And I don't know why I got cancer. I, I had all the genetic testing done to determine, you know, did I have any mutations in my genes? I do not, which does beg the question, why did I get this very rare form of cancer? And my doctor can't give me a reason. So I don't spend a lot of time worrying about why I got it. I just try to, you know, these are the cards that I've been dealt and I have to play them to the best of my ability. You know, that's like, that's true for everyone's life. And it's going to be in different intensity. It's going to be different context. What I always say and what I always believe is that if you're dealt with something, just know that you're powerful enough to actually handle it. That's why you're being dealt those cards in the first place. You know, like whoever it is that gives you all this crap to deal with is not giving it because he or she, whoever it is, knows that you, you can't handle it. You know, they're giving it because they know that you can and you will emerge victorious at the end of the day. Yeah, I think we can all handle you know, what comes our way. I, I, I guess I'll, I'll clarify that or qualify that with, I think we all have a breaking point in our life. I mean, but I think that breaking point is so far in the future, so far down the road. I, I recall a, a study that I read about that occurred, this study occurred in the 1950s uh, at Johns Hopkins University here in the United States. And it was a very simple study. This this professor took rats and he put rats in a tank of water that was over their head. And he wanted to see how long the average rat would tread water. And the first time the, the, rat, the rats treaded water on average for about 15 minutes. And just as they were getting ready to sink and to drown, he reached in, grabbed them, pulled them out, dried them off and let them rest for a while. And then he put those same rats back in that exact same tank of water. And the second time around, those rats treaded water for 60 hours. Think about that. 15 minutes, that's all I could do the first time. The second time, I can go 60 hours, which said to me two things. Number one, the importance of hope. 
in our lives. We have to believe that whatever we're doing or whatever is occurring with us is leading us to something better somewhere down the road. And then number two, just how much more our physical bodies can handle than we ever thought that they could. So I always, whenever I get to that point where, you know, hey, I'm kind of down and things are bad, I always remember that story and realize you've got so much more left to give to yourself. Is that is that one glimmer of hope that can change everything? Absolutely. Even like small wins, you know, day to day, if something good happens to you, it just gives you that strength to move forward. It, it really does. And, and I recall when I was, uh, I, I mentioned earlier, when I was on this drug, the drug was called interferon. And, and I took an injection of it every single week. And it gave me those severe flu-like symptoms. And, you know, you just get to a point where, you know, you, you want to win the day. But sometimes, as you say, winning the day is, I, I'm just going to win this five minutes. You know, I've just got to get out of bed and get to the couch. That's winning the day. That's how sick I felt. And, you know, I, re I remember back when, when I was going through that. And honestly, Renat, there, there were days I prayed to die. I was so sick of being sick that I just begged God to, to take me out of this. But he didn't. But what I think he did was give me the strength, as we talked about a minute ago, he gave me the strength to handle it. He gave me the strength to, to get through it. And that's something that I, I think is a good point. You know, we, the impediments that we come across in our life, so many times are the impediments that we put there ourselves. I've always believed that everything we need to be successful in our lives is already inside us. We just need to find it, pull it out, and use it for our benefit. Definitely. And many people just, you know, they would just put themselves down, thinking that they'll not be able to do it. And that's the in, that's the starting point, you know. That's where they would say that I'm not good enough for this and I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this. And that's where they got to understand that they'll never be able to rise up above their own opinions if they don't change their opinions of who they think that they are. They're not going to change, as simple as that. You're absolutely right. And, and I've had people that have, over the years have come to me and said, you know, Terry, I've seen what you've gone through. I, I've read about what you've gone through and, and I could never do what you did. And, and I, I don't like to be sort of a smart aleck about it, but sometimes I am. Sometimes I look at them like, you're right. You couldn't do it because you've already decided in your own head, in your own brain that you couldn't do this. I mean, why would we start anything in our lives going into it thinking we're going to fail, that we're not going to be successful? Why wouldn't you at least give yourself the opportunity to be successful at whatever you're going to try? You may not be successful because I really think a, a huge part of, of, of someone's success are their failures, the number of times that they failed and got up and learned something and applied what they learned to continue to move forward and then failed again, but got up again and learned something and applied that. And eventually when those people become, I guess what we would call successful, that they look back and say, you know what, I, there's no such thing as an overnight success. Those are people that, that, you know, were grinding it out every single day and just trying to get a little bit better. And I think this goes to what you were talking about earlier about the, the title of this episode. You know, we all think that we want to be great at something, you know, that we, we you know, but that, that's a huge thing to deal with. What I kind of suggest to people is instead of getting great at something all at once, 
why don't you just get 1% better every single day? So today I'm going to get 1% better. At the end of 30 days, I'm 30% better than when I started. At the end of 60 days, I'm 60% better. At the end of 90 days, three months into this, I'm almost 100% better than when I started. So we, we tend to, you know, it's kind of the old joke of how to eat the elephant one bite, one bite at a time. I mean, I can't eat the elephant all at once. I have, to, I have to break it down into something that's manageable, something that I can deal with. And if you just get 1% better every single day, eventually you're going to get to the point where you are successful. Definitely. And I also would say that that's so completely true. And our human mind is made in such an amazing way where after like reaching 10 or 15%, it's going to help you get there. So it's just going to compound the thing, you know, it's like, it's going to add on to that and you're going to reach there with before you even know it. Yeah, you are. I, I mean, we, we become what we think, you know, and I've always said that if you can see in your mind's eye, what you want to happen, what you want to occur, what success looks like for you, then you could obtain it. But if you can't see it, if you, if you can't picture it in your eye, if you can't picture it in the eye of your mind, then it's never going to happen because you've got to be able to see it, whatever it looks like for you. And success for you may not be what success looks like for me or for your neighbor or for the people you work with. We all have unique gifts and talents that are unique totally to us that nobody else has. And so, you know, that's why I kind of get upset with people when they start comparing themselves to other people. Well, you know, I want to be like him. Well, why? Why why don't you want to be like you? You're unique. You're special. You can do things. Why do you want to be like that person? Just be like yourself and don't worry about what other people say or do or what people are going to say about you. And I think that's one reason that people fail or maybe even why people don't even try because they're worried about what others are going to say about them. They're worried that they're going to fail and people are going to make fun of them and stuff like that. Don't worry about that. Don't compare yourself to others and don't worry about what other people are saying. You're on your own unique journey. You're not on their journey and they're not on your journey. So just stay the course, do what you know you need to do to be successful. And one one day, may not be today, may not be next month, it may not be next year. But someday, if you keep moving forward, you're going to find that success, however you define that. Yeah, so true. And plus, like on this thing, another thing I would say is that just try to keep moving forward and work with yourself. See where you were before and see where you are right now. And it will always lead you to be more happy because you're working on yourself and you're, you know, comparing yourself with yourself. You know, there is no competition with someone else because the game is rigged there. There will always be someone who's better than you. It's just the way it's made. And the person that you're looking at, they are going to think that that person, the other person that they're thinking about is better than them and just goes on and on and on and on and on and to the point that it will never end. It's just that that's the way it is. It, it, it is. And, and, and you're right in a lot of ways. You know, don't compare yourself to other people. Because, you know, if you get 1% better every day, what do you judge that off of? You judge it off of yourself. You know, am I 1% better today than I was yesterday? And if the answer to that is yes, then that's great. You're moving forward. If the answer is no, then I guess I would sort of step back and say, why not? Why am I not better 
today than I was yesterday. So really, you're the only person you have to compete against is yourself. You know, am I better today than I was yesterday? And if the answer to that is yes, then you're moving in the right direction. Definitely. And even like the start of 2022, I would just recommend people to do this. I did it when 2022 hit. And it's this amazing thing. Like, just go back, think what January 2021 would be like. Just go and do that. And you would see that where you're right now and where you were one year before, you would have changed regardless of wherever you are right now. Regardless, like there is no saying there's like, I can give you a guarantee on this. You would have definitely changed. Anyone who's listening to this would have changed in that one year. Not probably not drastically, but they have changed. They have probably moved places. They have gone to another place. They probably conquered something. They have a different personality type or they have people around them now before they didn't. Something would have changed and that's something to celebrate with. But what people tend to do on January is that they would start to make this checklist of things that they that they want to compete and they want to you know finish off when this year starts. And I'm like, don't look at that. You Sure, you can look at that. New Year, New Year resolutions is a thing, I get it. But before you do that, look what you have already accomplished. You know, find joy in that. Then you can probably go and do that New Year resolution thing that you want to do. But people just jump onto that, criticizing themselves that I did not do enough. So I'm going to do it now. Like you're just putting yourself down in the first place. You are, you, you, you absolutely are. And, and, you know, I, I look back, you know, one of the probably worst decisions that I made was to start a motivation, motivational speaking business in 2019. You know, I, I think I did one speech and then the pandemic hit. And then all of a sudden nobody was hiring motivational speakers to come and speak to their groups because Groups weren't getting together. There, there were meetings that were canceled and things like that. So I had to figure out a different way to do that. And it was, you know, for me, it was to do the podcast that I've done over these last several years. But I remember when I first started, you know, somebody contacted me and said, hey, will you be a guest on my podcast? And literally, I was like, what's a podcast? I, 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 don't, know, I don't know what that is. You know, and, and when I first started, I was terrible. I, I, I had all these notes. I was I was choppy in my delivery of, of my stories and things like that. I, I was I was bad. And but I got I did another one and then I got a little bit better. And I did another one and I got a little bit better. And I remember uh, about a year ago I was talking to the publisher of my book and I was telling them that you know I listen to every podcast that I do when it comes out because I want to get better. I want to see, you know, how many times do I say, um, or, you know, or whatever it is. I, I want to, I want to be a better podcast guest. And he said, no, Terry, you're missing the point. He said, the point is just not to suck. And I'm like, well, thanks for the title of my next book. You know, just don't suck. But in, in all honesty, it was more like, no, that's not what it's about for me. It's about being excellent. It's about striving to be perfect, knowing full well that I'll never get to being perfect. But along that way, I very well may become excellent at it. So that's something I strive to do. And, and again, it goes back to, can I get better with every podcast I do? You know, what did I like? What didn't I like? What can I improve on? Can I get 1% better? Can I get 2% better? What can I do? And we can all do that regardless of where we are, what our job is, what we're doing in life. We can always get better tomorrow. Definitely. I would just say to that person, find your own mojo if you're starting something like a podcast. 
that's such an important thing like there are so many first timers who like contact me they're like starting a youtube channel or starting something of their own and they're gonna make videos about it and they have this huge script with them i'm like first of all throw that script away and just go natural with it like don't don't use a script because you're gonna be robotic with it you're just gonna read out from the script and it won't be fun for anyone watching just try to be natural with it it's gonna be no like no breaking it was and that's the best advice i got when i was starting out you know like literally that person just told me throughout that script don't make a script that's the biggest mistake you can ever make when doing your first video <laughs> and that works yeah out. It, it it does and i've had people you know ask me to be on their podcast and they're like well i'll send you the questions and i'm like don't send me the questions i i really i don't want to know the questions i i want this to be spontaneous and conversational so that it's it doesn't sound like you ask a question, I give an answer. You ask a question, I give an answer. That's boring. Nobody wants to listen to that. People want to listen to conversations where they can glean information, where they can, it's a give and take. We, we may agree with each other. We may not agree with each other, but that's how you learn. It's not a, you know, here's here's rote memorization and then just go ahead and, 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 and get in there and, you know, ask a question and I'll give you an answer. Well, how does that apply? You, I mean, people want to understand how what we're talking about applies in their life. You know, how can I use this in my life? Don't just tell me the answer. Tell me how I can apply this in my life. That helps me as somebody who's listening uh, to different podcasts. Yeah, definitely. I would say that this works in like entertainment and stuff if you're trying to entertain people. But here we are in trying to help people, not entertain them. This is not an entertainment-based thing. Sure, you can like if you naturally are that kind of a funny character, you can bring some entertainment in it, but it's going to be natural. But the best thing about this is that it's not theory based. You know, as soon as you start to put a script on together, you start, start to be fake with it, you know, like because you're memorizing it. Is it really something that you have experienced? Is it really something that you have gone through? Or is it something that you just got from Wikipedia or something and just throwing it at us? You know, that's bad. It is. And, and, and people aren't listening then. You know, I mean, if you're the host and you're asking me a question and then you're worried about what your next question is going to be, you're not listening to the answer that I'm giving. And so there can't be a conversation. It can't be conversational because you're not listening to me. You're, you're worried about the next question that you're going to ask me. So I, listening is a huge thing for me. I mean, I, I was a hostage negotiator on a SWAT team, um, a police SWAT team. And, and listening is a lot of what we did during that. So I think it's important for all of us to listen and not listen to respond, but listen to understand. You know, where are you coming from? I may, agree, I may not agree with you, but I want to understand where you're coming from. And hopefully you may not agree with me, but you want to understand where I'm coming from. And, and that's a dialogue. That's how we accomplish things. That's how we learn. That's how we change opinions. That's how we get better. We get smarter. And a lot of times, I think today in, in today's society around the world, we're not we're not listening to each other. We're just screaming at each other. And when we do that, you know, I'm not hearing you and you're not hearing me. Uh, that's that's so true. You know, like people are not like listening to you because like you're talking and if someone else is listening, they're not technically listening. They're just waiting to talk. Right. That's like that's bad. Like the beautiful time, like I have had the best conversation when I'm the one listening and that person just keeps on talking for like an entire hour or two. The worst, best day of my life. Just listen to that person, get to know what their things is all about, their belief systems, their like characteristics and stuff. Really good. Definitely. So moving on. 
So let's say that the there is a listener out there who's applying, trying to do this, trying to improve themselves one percent at a time, and they just can't get themselves to do it because they have some opinion of themselves. Even if they got out of that opinion, they just not are not able to grasp that concept of how do I do something in one portion? How do I break it down to that tiny small piece? That tiny small piece that I can do each. time and even if i try to do it i'll not be consistent at it and that's the fear that this person is going through what would you say to that kind of person you know that's that's a great question and it i i don't know if i have a great answer for you because i think we all you know what works for me may not work for you and may not work for your audience but i i guess the way i would would try to look at that at, is you know one to keep trying i i i mean our brains are hardwired to avoid pain and discomfort and to seek pleasure so to the brain the the status quo the way things are right now is good don't mess with it don't do anything the problem with that is the only way we're going to improve the only way we're going to grow the only way we're going to get better at something is if we step outside our comfort zones but that's scary to a lot of people and as a result they do, they won't do it and you know we maybe we talked about this earlier about how people you know yeah i'd like to do this but ooh it, it kind of scares me and one of the things i recommend especially to younger people is that if there's something in your heart something in your soul that you believe you're supposed to do but it scares you go ahead and do it because at the end of your life the things that you're going to regret are not going to be the things you did they're going to be the things you didn't do and by then it's going to be too late to go back and do them so i i know it's scary i know it's uncomfortable and and i guess one of the things i i would recommend to people that maybe could help them sort of jump start this in their own lives is something that i try to do every single day and that's to do one thing that makes me nervous that makes me uh uncomfortable that scares me that's potentially embarrassing because if you do those small things every day and it doesn't have to be a big thing you know i i don't like going to the dentist but the other day i picked up the phone and i called and i made my 6 month appointment to have my teeth cleaned that was a little uncomfortable for me so it doesn't have to be something huge but if you do those small things every single day when the big things in life hit us and they hit all of us you know we lose somebody that's close to us or we lose our job and we're living out of our car or you know we find out we have some kind of a a chronic or a terminal illness when those big things in life happen if you do those small things every day you'll be so much more resilient to handle those big things and then the big things all of a sudden become small things and oh that's easy i can do that because you know what i was uncomfortable yesterday and look i got through this or i improved or i moved forward or i got 1% better whatever it is is do that one uncomfortable thing every day and that'll lead you somewhere down the road to eventually being successful that's that's really good advice definitely and i what i would say is that just is just that the the way our mind is made before we didn't have to worry about striving and stuff you know it was just survival based caveman mentality and now with the society and the th- the thing that we are not being attacked by lions or mammoths and stuff like that we don't have that now we are completely open 
to strive and to be better and that's something that our mind is probably not even evolved to do you know there is there are two people sitting on our like on our shoulders and one is that biological system of our body which says that comfort 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 is the way to happiness and there's another part of our mind which we got from quite recently and that's that a champion that we have which says that strive you have all this time you live in the best time ever you have technology you're you're not you're not threatened for like you know live or die kind of situations you can strive and we are constantly at conflict between these both of these things so to that listener i would just say if that person that that thing that that body is trying to you know tell you don't do it now do it sometime later and whenever it, it happens very frequently it depends on how much you have been listening to this dude and this dude like the criticizer who is always telling you to go for the comfort thing there will be a point where you got to say no to that person because many a times 80 to 90% of us are just listening to that dude every single day because it's just so much easier than listening to the champion within us saying to be uncomfortable to go and face our fears to improve 1% at a time because it's just so difficult but we have that option to do that we are we are not that those kind of beings we are not just animals who choose the easiest way out we are humans and that's what's special about us so what i would say to that listener is just try one time to say no to that criticizer when that thing happens and it says to you that let's not do it today let's do it tomorrow no you got to say no to him and you got to listen to the person next to you you got to listen to the champion and just do it even if it doesn't feel right even if you're fearful it's not going to be consistent just keep yourself completely blank in mind and just say no to that criticizer and just do that thing that's what i would say i i think that's great advice i i when you were talking i i was uh, a couple of things came to my mind as you were saying that and, and and really there there were two quotes that that i've heard uh over the years and the first one is from uh, an author uh kind of a humorist here in the united states by the name of mark twain and twain's quote was um the two most important days of our lives are the day we're born and the day we figure out why. So, you know, what is your why? What is your purpose? What is your passion? You know, what is that thing that gets you up in the morning and, and energizes you? And the second quote, and, and I'm really going to date myself now, the second quote was one I heard way back in 1976. And it was from a United States gold medal winning Olympic swimmer by the name of Shirley Babishoff. And this was her quote. And I think it's one of the greatest quotes I ever heard. She said, winners think about what they want to happen and losers think about what they don't want to happen. And, you know, if you think about it, winners can override their brains. They can, they can say, hey, this is what I want to occur and I'm going to go after it. Whereas losers think about the negative things, think about the things they don't want to happen and that those, those things are what's preventing them from becoming winners because they're so focused on the negative aspects, I guess, you know, in swimming for competition, as opposed to the, the other people who can focus on the positive aspects of pursuing a goal or a dream in their life. So I think a lot of it is, is how we think and, you know, we become what we think. So very much so, you know, keep in mind that your mind can hold one thought at a time. Why would you want to make that a negative thought? Why would you ever want to make that that you were going to fail? 
think about like a winner. Think about the things you want to occur. And the more you think about those things, you will find yourself in a situation where you can obtain them. And the best thing about it is that there will be like, there's always that 50-50 chance. And that's the thing. That's where we, many people say that, what's the point? If it's not going to happen, why should I think that way? But the best part about it is that even if it's not going to happen, according to you, you should think about it because one day it is going to happen. What are you going to do then? If you're not thinking that way, it's never going to happen. It's zero portion that's going to happen. At least give yourself that 50% of chance of it happening, even if it doesn't happen right now or tomorrow or day after. It's going to happen someday. Exactly. And, and it's so much. And, and I've really, you know, when I first heard this quote, I thought, oh, this kind of kind of cheesy, you know, and that. But it really is about the journey. It's not about the destination. You know, it's it's what have you learned along the way? What have you learned about yourself? What what do you want to happen? Have you gotten up? Have you persevered? Are you more resilient? Are you a better person? Oh, yeah. And then I got to this goal. It, all the things that occur in between the time you start and the time you reach your goal, that's it's called life. It, it, it's what happens to it. And are we better people because of it? And I think in a lot of ways, if you keep moving forward, the answer to that is yes. And even if you don't obtain what you want to obtain, are you a better person? Have you learned something that now you can apply to go down another road and maybe try to obtain another goal or something that you desire in your life, your purpose, your passion, your why. Can you do that? It's about the journey. It's really not about the destination because a lot of times, you know, we strive so hard to get something. And then once we get it, it's kind of anticlimactic. It's kind of like, oh, oh, okay. You know, and, and, and then you look back and you think, yeah, all the good times, all the the, the tough times, all the things I had to figure out that I didn't want, understand, that I had to learn, that's where I grew. That's where I became a better person. And then I got to the end of this and it was kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I obtained this. Great. Now what? You know, now what am I going to do? How am I going to obtain something else now based on what I've learned along this journey? So it really is about the journey, not so much about the destination. And the best thing is that if you realize that, you should enjoy it. You should celebrate that thing that, yeah, I learned something. Something happened. Something bad happened. Celebrate those bad days. You know, that's the best thing that you could ever do. Like if something happens, something bad happens, that's not potentially something good. That's the moment where you celebrate because you have learned something. There's something to learn there. And as soon as you get to know what's that thing that you got to learn, that's where you'll improve that one portion that you want to improve. And that's the entire thing. Absolutely. Definitely. And this entire thing about improving 1%, that's the best thing you can do. You know, because 1% doesn't seem like much and it isn't, honestly. 1% is a very small chunk. You could do that much favor to yourself to improve yourself on anything that you want to do, even if it's a good habit. You know, do it 1% at a time. There will be times that you'll fall back. There will be times where you'll just take a break from it and not do it that one day, but just make sure that you're up on it the next day and just keep doing it. Even if you're procrastinating about it, you're just saying next day, next day, next day, just try to push yourself to do that one day. And that's achievement enough. And then from there, you can move on and try to be as consistent as possible. Because the longer time you put into it, the more con thing is that if you don't quit, that's the best thing that you could ever do because you're going to lose all the time. That's what, how it happens. There are so many people get trying to get out of addictions, trying to have good habits. 
and they're not able to get out of it and it's been two years, three years and they're still trying, there'll be points that they will give up, but they won't give up because they know that they want to achieve that and something that calls out to them. That's their purpose. And that's enough purpose to move ahead. So first thing, find that purpose because if you're if your why is not big enough, you're not gonna do it. What's the point? You're not gonna do it because you're not you're not gonna find any value into it. So first thing, find your why. And after you have found your why, then you can move along, try to be as consistent as possible. Take the first step because the first step is the most scariest and most fearsome for many people because they can't do that because of their opinions. Start to change your opinions to take that first step. And then from there, try to be consistent. And before you know it, you you'll, you would have achieved whatever it is that you have to achieve. That's that's beautifully put. Yeah, that, that, that's very concise. And I think that's exactly right. Yeah, definitely. And when it comes to like now that we are coming to a close to this podcast episode, and it's been an amazing episode, definitely. I just wanted to talk a little bit more about your book so the listeners get to know what all amazing stuff that is there in that. Sure. So uh, Sustainable Excellence, The 10 Principles to Leading Your Uncommon and Extraordinary Life was really a book born out of two conversations I had. One was with a former basketball player that I had coached in high school, and she had moved to the area where my wife and I live now with her fiance, and we had had dinner with them. And I remember saying after dinner one night, you know, I'm really excited that you're living close to me and I can watch you find and live your purpose. And she got real quiet for a while and she kind of looked at me and she's like, well, coach, what do you think my purpose is? I said, I have no idea what your purpose is, but that's what your life should be about. Finding the reason you were put on the face of this earth, using your unique gifts and talents and living that reason. So that was one conversation. And then I had a young man in college who reached out to me on social media and wanted to know what I thought were the most important things that he should learn to not just be successful in his job or in business, but to be successful in life. And I didn't want to give him the, you know, get up early, work hard, help others. Not that those aren't important. They are very, very important. And I don't think you should neglect them. But I wanted to see if I could give him something that went a little bit deeper. So I spent some time and I wrote some notes. And eventually I had these 10 thoughts, these 10 ideas, these 10 principles. And I sent them to him. And then I kind of stepped back and I was like, well, you know, I've got a life story that fits underneath this principle, or I know somebody whose life emulates that principle. So literally during the the three-month period after I had my leg amputated and before I started the chemotherapy for the tumors in my lungs, while I was healing, I sat down at the computer every day and I built stories underneath each of the principles. And they're real stories about real people and real events that happen. They're not just made up kind of things. They they really happen. And, you know, it it's fun for me as an author to kind of sit back because the principles are not in any particular order. Number one is not any more important than number seven. But whenever somebody reads the book I, and, and they reach out to me and, and, and give me some feedback or some comments, there's always one principle that resonates with them, one particular one. And, and I wrote all 10 of them. And I'll be honest with you, there's one that resonates with me as well, and, and I'll give it to you. And it's this, uh, and each principle is a chapter. So the title of this chapter is, most people think with their fears and their insecurities instead of using their minds. And I, and I think that really kind of goes with what you and I have been talking about, you know, these last 45 minutes, that 
it's it's really the things that we don't do in life we don't do because we're thinking with our fears we're thinking with our insecurities and we're not looking at it and saying hey yeah this is kind of scary but this would be really good for me or this would be something that i really should do because i'm passionate about it and we don't do it because we're scared and we're and we're operating from a place of fear and insecurity instead of using our minds to say this would be a good thing to do so that's pretty much how sustainable excellence came to be that sounds like a really good book i would say that it's a really good book and people should really like try it out so to any listener out there who wants to check out terry's book i'm going to leave the link to the book down in the description i'm also going to leave the link to motivational check you can go check him out as well and you can, i'll also share you know share all the social media links so you can reach out to him through there as well and so check those links out it should be in the description so check them out as well and as we have come to an end for this podcast episode so really quickly to just summarize this entire episode what bullet points would you just give to the listeners which they can just note down right now and they can keep in their mind and move forward with that and we like these bullet points will come really in hand when it comes to improving yourself 1% at a time yeah i i i guess i would summarize it in this way and and don't try to get great overnight there's no such thing as an overnight success i mean anybody who kind of bursts onto the scene whether it's entertainment or sports or business or whatever it is you know they weren't there yesterday but they're there today i guarantee you they didn't come overnight they they got better incrementally a little bit at a time so try to get 1% better at whatever you believe your passion or your purpose or your why is in life try to get 1% better every single day and do that by doing things that are difficult that are scary that uh are uncomfortable that may be potentially embarrassing for you by doing something every day that falls into one of those categories don't be comfortable don't just sit back and say i'm going to take the easy way out because you're never going to get to your purpose or your passion or your passion in life so get 1% better every day and do one thing every day that makes you uncomfortable that's really well put so that's good and now that we are in the end of the podcast episode i really hope that this helped you guys and i really hope that terry could really you know impact you guys in a positive way and could help you get out that slumber that many people are so stuck in and you know like they're just not being able to move forward many times you go through those times where you just get stuck in life and you just don't know how to move along with it how to get better or how to just think you know start working on yourself and i hope that this episode just acts as that breaking point for you guys to just start moving you know like get your like you know stand up and just do whatever it is that you have to do doesn't matter how bad it's going to be doesn't matter if it's not going to happen doesn't matter that it's going to not going to be the best thing that you have ever done because the decisions that we make at the time that we are they are going to be right decisions regardless of whether you think they are wrong or right so it's quite confusing to understand that but i hope you guys learned something from this podcast episode and i'll see you guys in the next episode and i hope you guys enjoy your day and if you want to re go like go through this podcast episodes again and again and again you can do that because there's so much information packed in these podcast episodes is that it's really hard to absorb all of it at once so i would really recommend you guys to just watch it again if you have to 
And I really hope that you have taken down those bullet points. They, they are so important. They are so useful. And I hope you guys have done that. So I hope you guys have an amazing day. I'll see you in my next podcast. Bye-bye.